Digital content that educates, empowers, and inspires people over 50. You're listening to the Internet Over 50 Digital Network. Hey, it's Chris, and this week on the Pickleball Show... So, actually, I thought it was pretty darn funny, and even to this day, like, if Alex and I are out to dinner at a tournament or something, because there's always those wobbly tables, and we're like, oh... She's got an extra paddle thrown under the leg of the table. That's coming up next. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news, and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. Com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free. Hi, it's CJ. And here's the most feared man on the pickleball court. Not by his opponents, but by his very own partners. It's Mr. Chris Allen. Live from the Internet Over 50 studios in Asheville, North Carolina. This is the Pickleball Show. I am your host, Chris Allen. Thank you for joining us today. I've been wanting to have this lady on the show for a while. She was actually on one of the first episodes of the Pickleball Show for about seven seconds, I think. But uh, now I'm glad to have her back on for a lot longer. Some people, and uh, I think I'm one of those people, would call her the first lady of pickleball. She's got, I think, six. 16 USAPA national championships and just a slew of uh, all the rest of them too. It would take too long to go ahead and list them. You know her, you love her. It's Jennifer LaCour. Hey, Jennifer. Hey, Chris. And I don't know about being the first lady of pickleball, but I do know that I'm very honored to be your first call-in. Maybe first or second show left you a message. You did. I had when the when the show first began, I had a little eight hundred number that people could call in, and and you were the very first person that called in, and you were so nice and so supportive. And I remember because I mean, you know, it, it was just starting, and here's the five-time national champion calling in to say, "Hey, you're doing a great job, and and keep it up." And it's like, wow, what a class act to call in uh-huh. like that. And then the very next week, because I played that on the air, and the next week I was giving away a paddle. If somebody called in and I used the comment on the air, you would win a, you could register to win a free paddle. And I was thinking, well, this will be funny because right now the only the only person qualified to win the paddle is Jennifer, and <laughs> and she's like the last person in the world that uh, you know needs a free paddle because paddle companies are probably beating down her door. You know, hey, use this one, use this one, use this one, and so. Uh, I did this little comedy bit about it, and then I thought, oh, I don't know, maybe it went a little too far. Mainly because when I played it for my wife, she said, I think you went a little too far. Well, I think it was funny. I don't, to fill them in, basically, I remember, um, actually, Alex Hamner's like, Jennifer, there's this podcast. And I'm like, so I listened to it, and then automatically, I'm like, oh, this Chris guy's got the best voice, you know, uh. for radio. And I'm like, I'm calling in. So I did. I, leave, I left you a little message, and then, of course, I had to listen to the next one because it's like because like oh jennifer called in of course i didn't know that there was that contest and then the whole like she gets so many paddles hey chris allen it's jennifer lucor hey i just listened to your show love it i wish you the best of luck and hey if our paths ever cross bring it 
That's right. If we use your question or comment in the month of February, you're automatically entered to win the free paddle. Now, how many of those are we going to be able to get to, honestly, you think, huh? You can, I think your odds are really good. Right now, you've only got one other person that you're competing with. Remember at the beginning of this show, I played the uh, the, the great call from Jennifer Lucor, who called in. She's now automatically registered to win the paddle. And actually, that brings up a couple of questions here when I think about it. You know, number one, who is probably the last person on planet Earth who needs a new paddle? It's probably Jennifer Lukor, don't you think? I mean, she and her partner, Alex Hamner, are four-time national champions. Paddle companies are probably lining up around the block just begging her to use one of their paddles. I bet they're sending they're sending her every paddle they make in every color choice they offer, just hoping that she'll take one to a national, you know, national tournament and use it in front of everybody. Yeah, I bet it's a big joke at the Lucor house, isn't it? The UPS guy rolls up and, oh, here you go, Miss Lucor. Got another uh, another box of paddles for you. Just sign for them and I'll, I'll put them over with the, uh, on the pile with the rest of them. Yeah, I bet she's got so many paddles she doesn't know what to do with them i bet she's giving them out at trick-or-treat time when uh, the kids come by i bet it's oh hey kids here here's a uh, here's a fun size snicker bar oh and and be sure and get one of these paddles too here take a blue one oh and take a pink one for your sister i bet she can't get rid of them fast enough and now she's gonna get this paddle she's gonna take your paddle that should be rightfully yours the nerve of her yeah, she's got paddles piled up. She doesn't need another paddle. Probably when her, her patio furniture, when the, the table is rickety, she probably takes a brand new paddle and, and jams it up under one, one of the legs to stabilize it. And now you're going to let Jennifer Lucor take your paddle. Don't let it happen. And that's the other question. When in your life are you going to get a chance to beat Jennifer Lucor at anything? You're not going to beat her on the pickleball court, are you? I'm certainly not. If I got on the court, I, I would I would consider it a personal victory if I uh, played against her and took two points off of her. So now's your chance. Now's your chance to stick it to Jennifer Lucor. <laughs> she didn't know about the contest. She just called in because she's a nice person. And she wanted to be supportive of the show. And now she's got herself embroiled in this controversy. Who does she think she is? taking your paddle so actually i thought it was pretty darn funny and even to this day like if alex and i are out to dinner at a tournament or something because there's always those wobbly tables and we're like oh uh, jennifer's <laughs> she's got an extra paddle thrown under the leg of the table that's funny well i'm glad because so, when my wife said that she said i don't know you made it cross the line there and i thought it'll be okay no big deal but then yeah. i only had like four listeners at that point and i got <laughs> and I, I got three hate emails <laughs> because Ooh. of it and i thought oh maybe i did really cross a line and uh, uh, i mean one of them was like you shouldn't even be allowed to say the name jennifer lucor she's a champion and you're nothing and uh, uh you know uh, you, you shouldn't use her for your little comedy sketches uh, i'm never listening to you again that's pretty funny but can you believe though chris that was two <laughs> years ago i know it's hard to believe two years and a, and a hundred episodes ago i'm glad that uh, that you guys found it funny and uh, it was yeah. it was meant to to be that way it was a fun way to honor your achievements because that was the point it was like you're never going to beat her on the pickleball court so now's your one and only chance to beat jennifer lucor at something (laughs) you you did get quite passionate but i think i think the funny part is like i was on that and now a hundred episodes later 
now I'm talking to you. That, I think that's funny. And it shouldn't have been that long. And that was, that was my fault. I think I was feeling kind of sheepish for these past two <laughs> years thinking, Ooh, maybe she was really mad at me. And, but I thought, no, nah, it's time to either, either face the music or not. Sounds like we've both been having fun with our pickleball. And so, you know, that's pretty much what it's all about for sure. I feel like though, after a hundred episodes, I feel like I should be better. You know, when, I, when I'm on the court, I don't know what it I is. Bet you, I bet you some days you are. Yeah, you know, what's it going to take? I was thinking when I was playing the other day, like on the third shot, so many of the third shot balls, the perfect one, the perfect third shot to me still doesn't look like it's going to go over the net. You know, I'm standing there and I'm, I, I hit it and it's like, no, nah, that's not going over. And so I don't want to waste the energy of going up to the line if it's not. But, but it drops in and it's perfect. And it's like and by then it's too late. You know, so you're like, totally watching it, all admiring yourself on what a great job you did. The perfect one doesn't look like it's going to go over. And then if it's a little bit higher, it looks so pretty. And it's like, yeah, you know, that's <laughs> real. And you need a second or two just to look at it. But then again, right. it's too late. That's funny. You know, but then but then when they're super high and you think, well, that one's definitely going over. I'm going up to the line. That's the one you should stay back on because it's going to be so high. They're going to slam it at you and you're going to eat it. Right, um, right, so it's right. like either way, but like when I watch you on video, you and Alex, I mean, you, you're both just so quick up to the line. You're keying off something else. You're making a decision way before the ball is clearing the net. What are you keying off of? Is it just the feel off of your paddle, the height as it's still on your side of the court? What's like a, a key to you that, yeah, this is going to be a good one. We're going. Well, I would say on that, like if you're asking like when I'm dropping the third shot, actually a, a really great tip. I got that from Brian Staub and his son Matt had a great video about the apex oh, of the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a great one. We link to it all the time. And I always tell people that is the one, if I could only pick one thing to yeah. show a new player, that is the thing that I would pick that uh, video that Brian and Matt did on Pickleball Channel. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the term apex relating it to pickleball and our third shot drop. The peak of the height is on your side and you're hitting it. So when you were talking about like, how do you really know? Well, you can really check out your apex from where you are and see that curve and the peak. And then you know that, oh, okay, I got the height going. I'm going to, it's going to clear. It's going to bounce in the kitchen. I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. So I really think, cause I'm a, a visual learner. That's my target when I'm doing that third shot drop. So wherever I'm placing it, that's the height and peak. I think that's huge. And I think, well, I know that's really helps people because when I share that and, you know, this is that height. Oh my gosh, that's so great. Everything's a trade-off, it seems like. On your third shots, if you had to err on one side or the other, do you prefer low and deep into the kitchen or high and shallow into the kitchen when you're dropping it in? If you had to pick one. What I prefer, I prefer to drive it. I'm one of the ones that I find joy in the whole power <laughs> blast by third shot. But of course, my opponent usually knows that, right? <laughs> yeah. So then they know I'm going to drive it. So then that's when you have to um, actually have the third shot drop. But, you know, the whole mixing it up, I think a lot of times, and Alex and I were told this years ago, that we would uh, have a lot of trouble because we, we didn't drop our third shot. Every time, mm -hmm. you know, we kept driving it and, and we were winning and like, why would you change anything if you're winning? Right. So then we got a little more challenged because the, the gals we were playing were getting used to like Jennifer and Alex are coming with their power. Mm -hmm. We need to learn how to absorb it. They would absorb it. And then, you know, then we'd come in. So we had to learn 
to drop it because they were always ready for that dry volley. Right. So I think you have to have you have to have both, but really stay on your strength. You know, if you're mm-hmm. if you love that power, don't think someone's like, oh, you you can't do that. You always have to drop your third. There's there is never ever, and you always have to. Yeah, yeah. Ever. And some people they get uh, they they oh that's not the right way to play. But yeah, right. no, yeah. There's no right or wrong way. If it's if it's working for you, if you're winning, that's the right way to play. Exactly. Exactly. Do you know? Do what's working because in tournament, I mean, I mean, we know how fast eleven points go. So you got to like figure it out. And if it's not working, of course, you got to change it up real quick. Otherwise, you're uh, you're sitting sitting with your flip flops on. <laughs> now, and you and Alex, you you took five women's championships in a row. You think we'll ever see anyone, any team, ever do five in a row, five championships in a row? Because I don't. I think that the that those mm-hmm. days are gone. I don't know. I definitely think it's a good challenge for everyone out there, right? Yeah. Um, the the cool thing we had is, of course, we stayed together. And a lot of people are, you know, you're switching up partners. I don't know. I just, it's just cool. I think for anyone, it's always, I always say this, it's a daily, it's that daily personal challenge. You're at that tournament, you know, you're doing the best you can all day long and, you know, see what happens. And it's just the coolest feeling when, you know, you do succeeding and you, you, you won that next match and then, you know, you advance to the next one and you just keep plugging away. And then, uh, you know, a lot of times it works out and you, you're on the metal stand and it's like, I don't know, it's just the most awesome feeling personally, right? That you like, you did it. Well, I, I hear that it is a pretty cool feeling. I <laughs> Yeah. Come on, Chris. I bet you could probably get one somewhere. Somewhere. There's got to be some little local Y or something like that. <laughs> no, I mean, my, my partner, Rodney Ullman, and I, we did oh. okay in the regionals the, uh, this last year and everything. But now I know That Rodney mean. guy, he's fun. Oh, he's awesome. He's, he's yes. a great partner. Yeah, that's what I always I thought, too. Like, with the five years that you and Alex, you know, were just dominating, that was another thing with uh, winning the free paddle, because I thought, mm-hmm. there's got to be a lot of women out there that are thinking, you know, why now? Why do they have to dominate? <laughs> now uh, you know and it's like like when you're in high school and it's like oh she's the prom queen and now she's the valedictorian and now she's written the science fair and so I thought there's a little bit of that uh, oh hey congratulations Jennifer and Alex oh watch out for that banana peel you know? exactly well we did we um I mean pickleball we, people are great but we're only human for well, we're all competitive loud. too yeah, so you know super competitive um, super competitive and then you know we all go to dinner afterwards and and laugh about, you know, whatever mm-hmm. happened. But Alex and I, I think it was our fourth Nash or something. We actually almost showed up with these shirts that had the huge target graphic <laughs> on our back <laughs> and our front. Because, you know, we knew and we know like on our forehead, right, there's a target because they're like, oh, there's that Alex and Jennifer again. It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't care. I don't care what I win, but I'm going to beat those two. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it was always it's always fun and challenging. So let's continue this in next week's episode, because I want to hear more about strategy and, and tactics and and uh, kind of get down to some nuts and bolts things here about how you play and how you approach the game on the court. Would that be OK with you? Perfect. I like it. And thank you for joining us today as well. Thank you, C.J. Germstead, our official announcer. And uh, what were your thoughts on what we talked about today? Or do you have a uh, a topic suggestion for a future show? We'd love to hear from you. Mail at pickleballshow.com. That's mail at pickleballshow.com. 
Head over to iTunes if you get a chance. Hit that subscribe button. You'll never miss an episode of the show. Plus, we'd like to have you as a member of PDX Club. You'll get money-saving deals on equipment, travel, a whole lot more. You'll get uh, our top 10 tips from Pickleball's three greatest coaches. That'll take your game to the next level. That's freepdxclub.com. I'm Chris Allen. This is the Pickleball Show. And until next week, keep them low. Digital content that educates, empowers, and inspires people over 50. You're listening to the Internet Over 50 Digital Network.